Hello, this is Debbie McAllister, and this is Light Up Your Word podcast. Welcome back. This is episode 120 on how calling back all parts and pieces influence your healing journey. And this is with my friend, Pamela Strobe. And this week's episode is the conclusion of our third part series with Pamela, who is an energy conduit and a healer. And we're going to be exploring to understand grid lines within our own bodies and earth ley lines and connecting to the wisdom information through these grid lines. It's really quite informative. Then we're later, then we're going to jump into discussing the benefits of calling back all parts and pieces of you as you travel and as you wrap up your day. Then Pamela walks us through how we can get our energy unstuck and back into flow by understanding our meridians, our portals, and the acupuncture points to deeply access the energy. Now, she was with me on episode one, which is episode 118. And that's when we talk about the power of sacred geometry was shifting our energy. And then last week's episode two, part, uh, part two, I mean, is episode 119. And it's you don't have to sit in the cave to manifest. We go into that pretty deeply. I also wanted to highlight that Pamela is has a special offer for all of the listeners of 10% off an acoustic record session or the grid light healing program that we talk about in this episode. For anyone who books, and it's good for a month after this podcast first airs. So I can't wait for you to be part of this. And I want to thank you with all my heart full of gratitude and sending you sunshine for being here and supporting to raise the consciousness of our Mother Earth and to provide you these resources to help you through all of the energy that is floating around. As I record this, Schumann's Residency, which is usually at 7.89 hertz, has been running at 190 this week. Yeah, 190. And we talk about the Schumann's Residency with Joanne of, and I will link that so that you can hear that episode if you would like. So thank you again for being here. So my heart is so full of gratitude for you. And I can't wait to hear your feedback on this episode. Much love and sending you sunshine. You are listening to Light Up Your Worth with transformational coach Debbie McAllister, whose vision is to provide spiritual connection, magical learning, and positive resources for your toolbox to raise the consciousness and frequencies for you and our Mother Earth, to discover the unbelievable resource within yourself. This podcast is for you, the spiritually curious, seeking inspiration, hope, and practical knowledge as you navigate healing, personal growth, and development, as you move forward with confidence, building a consciously intentional radiant life. Each week, you will be given an all-access pass into the lives of other spiritual souls, energetic healers, spiritual modality experts, thought-provoking life coaches, empowering therapists, and uplifting authors who are real and vulnerable as they share their own unique journeys through healing and offer their gifts. This podcast is here to provide engaging and heart-centered conversations that offer so much wisdom, it will motivate you to light up your worth. 
Thank you for tuning in. Embrace your brilliant, gorgeous, and talented worthy self. I have a modality that's called grid light healing, and that's how I trademarked it. But what it stands for is golden ratio interdimensional light healing. And I just brought it down real to make it simple. So my toy, our energy is connected to each other. We are truly unified and our lines connect to each other. So just as our body has acupuncture meridians, the flow of energy and portals, acupuncture points are like portals of energy. That um, structure echoes out to cover earth where earth has lines of energy and portals like acupuncture points where you can access deeper. And the way our body actually rapid fire communicates, just like earth rapid fire communicates and it lays over the universe and we intersect with each other. The more in flow we are, the less stuck we get. So if things are bugging you a lot, that's an indicator to work on some healing where they're stuck. Energy's not flowing. So when your energy's in flow, just like earth, it flows certain ways and it's, and there are ways to really deeply access the energy. So I'm many years ago in the 1990s, I had one of my first people for whom I exposed to doing energy work was a Taoist practitioner. And he was going around to different countries gathering in sacred sites, doing ceremony with the group. And I heard at the time, and I was young at the time, and I heard, I want to do that. And then around 2000, I heard of people doing healing work on earth's energy grid. And I thought to myself, I'm going to do that. That's what I want to be doing. But I didn't know what that meant. Now, at that point, I was an acupuncturist. But what does that mean? They're working on Earth's grid lines. And then it came together. I'm like, that's like our bodies as well. I, So we can all then tune into Earth. And when we find a spot, certainly our sacred spots on Earth to visit them, because energy becomes more tangible, just like an acupuncture point. It's very easy to access and get into the energy through those points. Mm. A lot of times religious structures were built over those points or we were stopped. People, when the controllers of earth were taking over, we were stopped from accessing those energy places and we were blocked from getting to those portals. But if you're even out in nature and you find some place where you feel connected, like you were talking about the trees or in Flagstaff and looking, where are you in earth? What energy runs through? When you feel connected, you can bring your energy in and literally connect to the energy of not only that spot of where you are, but that will call in the frequency of other like energies and you connect to the wisdom and information lines that go through that area. So if you're doing energy work as a healer, you might set the intention to heal that part of earth. So we see our earth healing. We're caring for her. I'm going to use the term her, just like she's caring for us, always provides us with what we need to 
heal. And it becomes this relationship of flowing. So where we stick and we get stuck or there's trauma or hurt or pain, we create flow. And it goes from ourselves, instead of overwhelming yourself, start with yourself. As you expand your energy, you become more aware of the energy of those around you. And it you can become, it can feel very safe to you to connect to the energy of a plant. I love trees. I'm always, I'm like a tree hugger if anyone follows me on social media, of our pets, of animals, of each other, of earth. And you start to become aware of the energy flow. So earth herself, it's the same, it's the same structure. And then you start to realize how do we communicate with each other? How is that happening? And trees with connected root systems, we energetically connect to each other. And in these portals or ley lines, if we access through to the energy, it's like this plasmic light that communicates. It's our it's not like a liquid, it's like a, but there's like a substance. So when I do energy work and I unzip people's DNA, it's how I experience it to get to our structure, to make sure our formation structures as it, as source energy intended us to be, I started to see plasma, like a plasmic fluid or a light. And I was like, what, what's that? And I witnessed other people talking about it because the energy's there. We start tapping into similar energy. That's what I'm seeing. And we can do that with energy lines. So if you're called to that space, there's something special for you there. And it resonates with your energy and who you are. And there's something for you there. And you can work with that energy and you can maybe give healing to that space. And you may receive healing in that space, but there's knowledge for you there. There's a knowing for you there where you're called to live there. And if more of us do what you did, like willing to literally uproot, like a tree cannot, mm-hmm. does not uproot. If we uproot ourselves and go to where we're called, if we, if we have those opportunities in life to even visit, we receive energy in these spaces. So it's the same, our bodies have the same structure of ley lines and energy portals. And to me, it's acupuncture. It's done. And then, so listen to this, Debbie, ready? So I take a needle, it's metal, metal conducts energy. And I put it into a portal and that immediately sends off a communication within someone's body that can command the body to heal depending upon what's special about that portal. It tells the body as soon as I activate it with the metal, it doesn't have to be metal. You can use crystals. You can use your intention. You can use essential oils. What happens with earth? Earth has certain acupuncture points as well. When we send an intention into earth, whether we put a pyramid over it, whether we put a building structure that has spirals or chrome domes or certain shapes and then we send a frequency into it that affects the land and the ley lines of earth and then that ripples out to the communication center of the earth to the very heart of earth and from there earth sends out commands to the rest of all of earth so our bodies do the same, but oh, put in an acupuncture point. I'm going to put it in right here. It's going to shoot up throughout my body, give 
commands. Well, the computer activates and gives commands. And then it literally changes me, my body. We can do that with earth too. And we're doing that with where we live. So honor where you are, honor earth, honor your space. And you were called, you intuitively received the call and answered it. So the more you trust your intuition, the more your gifts flourish and you too, everyone receives the way they do. And then you honored it. And so you expand, your gifts expand. Oh, and there has been so much expansion. Everything that you said, like everybody is, we all, I think most people get that call. Like, oh, I just really want to go see, I want to go to South Carolina and run on those beaches. There's just something called to me. So honoring that and really feeling into where we're called or why we're being called to it. What is it about you know, where I live now? I moved three times when I got here and now I'm in this perfect space, literally right outside my door, four feet from my door is a tree. I can go hug that tree every day because <laughs> I also like to hug trees and that connectedness. I can literally walk across the street and there's forest. And we can just spend even five minutes, me and my dog, Lily, everybody knows Lily. And she, that connectedness, we can go for a 10 minute walk. And that shifts everything around us for her, for me, the trees. And before I moved here, many years ago in the 2000s, when I worked in tech, I was traveling a lot to Asia. And I picked up this practice of wherever I was, like say I was in Thailand, out rural Thailand, and I would call back all parts and pieces of myself. And I did it in a time where I was healing through a relationship and what, a, a really long-term relationship. What I, and I thought it was something simple, but what I know now looking back is that I truly was calling back all these parts and pieces. I didn't, I'd never heard the word, the grid lines. I didn't know of, I knew about longitude and latitude, but I didn't understand the continuation of how that is a grid system. And I truly believe that was a profound part of my healing of calling myself back at all these places that I experienced throughout Asia. Less so in Europe, I went a few trips to Europe, but it was mainly in Asia. Like I was just felt so called to do that. And I'm in the Philippines and I'm in Batangas about to go diving for the first time. And I remember calling in myself, those parts and pieces of myself. It was really powerful. And I'm going to take the jump that that is connecting into the grid lines that you now are helping others with. Yeah. So that is a beautiful practice and it's one that I do every day and going into bed at night. So calling back all parts and aspects of you, but also letting everyone's energy, I command everyone else's energy to return to them because people Mm -hmm. attach onto us and that's where our energy lines get stuck. So there are the grid lines, right? Mm -hmm. But if you call in parts of you, sometimes people are, have experienced trauma or shame or in this lifetime, in their ancestral line, in, in other lifetimes, we disown ourselves. We, we mm. literally 
as if it's truly as if you're cutting off a part of your part of your body and you refuse to deal with it because it's, I'm not going to look at that. I'm so embarrassed or so horrified, or I've suffered so much. And what that does, it, it denies your wholeness and your completion. When you own it in its completion, when you own yourself, including those parts of you that you might find so difficult to look at, there's your power because you are everything. It's all of your energy. And in a third dimension, it's simply experiences. You've experienced both ends of the pendulum. There's no judgment on it. It's all experience and energy. In a more expanded dimensional perspective, it's all of you and your completion and your energy. And if you leave your energy scattered all over, you're scattering and giving away your power and who you are. Call yourself back in love and compassion. And then you create that outside of yourself. So you own all of your energy flow. You own the whole thing. So Debbie, when you own all of your energy, there's your power. And then you work with all of your energy and you then manifest in your life. You use all that you are in complete acceptance and you bring yourself back to this conscious awareness of a source point within you and as long as you're operating for yourself in your highest and best good and honoring other people for their highest and best good there's a purity of energy in that and you you are you have done it all and then let it go and you free yourself. And there you are in all of the beauty of your life. You've played in the muck. You've played in the expansion. You've done it all. And that notion what you can only forgive yourself and love by completely owning all of you, even those pieces that you wish to deny. And so just having a practice where you call back your, call back your energy, pull it all back in. It comes flowing back to you because you're in flow. That is a beautiful practice because you're owning all that you are. And that's where you can bring in healing. Oh, that is, oh my goodness. Got me teary. Is that is so powerful. Owning all parts of you. I've been realizing myself most of the work that I'm doing with people now in the coaching is letting go of the shame of things that have happened, usually when we were young, whether it's childhood or young adulthood. And I realized that I was letting go of my own shame of choices I made or not voicing how I was truly feeling about a situation of something that I allowed to happen that I wasn't wanting to happen. And the shame that was accumulating upon accumulating. And as I shined light on it and looked at it from a different perspective, a different shift and doing some energy releasing of it, that it has allowed me part of that own shift. And that is how I've been able to help people step into their own light, their own worth, their own self-acceptance by simply seeing it and going, yeah, was I extremely, even today, was I really proud of that moment? No, but I don't, I'm not attached. There's no emotional trigger. I can see it from a different perspective, like I've raised up and I can see that situation. Like I'm watching it happen like a movie and go, you know what? You didn't have these tools. You didn't have the support. 
there was nobody safe for you to go talk to about that situation where you could, who would have just told you, oh my goodness, that was not, that didn't happen because of you. You didn't actually make that choice. You were fearful of saying no. You were fearful of not being, you thought that was love. They presented that as love and it was sex or they presented it as this is good for you. And truly it was not good, a good situation for you. And so shining the light, letting that go with somebody that I trusted to share it with, who was just like, oh my gosh, you got so, you were so taken advantage of. And then it has shined my light more, my worth, my own self-acceptance. And then that's who I've been able to help through that process. And what you're saying really resonates with me because I can now see connecting those dots of what you've been sharing and how that then lifts up somebody else so that they can see their own situations versus being in that muck. And and it's only when you let yourself take those parts of you back in that you can let that go. And then you can also forgive it in other people. We sometimes, for me, if I catch myself judging someone, it's a big indicator to it's for me to do some healing inside of myself. And it's a funny little trick in the mind because in this day and age with things that are being revealed that have been going on, it's challenging to not be in judgment a lot of the time it happens. And sometimes we say to ourselves, but that person's really done this awful thing. I never did that. I only did this little teeny thing that person robbed a bank. I only stole a candy bar or whatever the situation happens to be. And I'm not that, but the universe doesn't make a difference between whether or not you've robbed a bank or stole a candy bar. It's you're stealing. So it's like then to bring it in. Oh no, I am that too. I'm going to heal that within me. So I can find, hold a space of letting go. I'm not saying to condone any behavior that's going on where anyone's being hurt, but to let it go and to is tremendously powerful because only in letting go do you maintain the integrity of the flow of energy otherwise you're getting stuck Mm -hmm. and when energy stuck and doesn't flow that's when there are a lot of diseases or things go wrong so in the third dimension it's a dimension of extreme duality But as we're holding more light and energy, that duality, it's other higher dimensions are not dimensions of duality. They're dimensions of unity, but it's that paradox of being unified. And yet we've chosen to be individualized at the same time. It's very confusing, but that's where we let go. We've chosen those experiences. So as soon as you're judging It's time for healing, but bring all of you back in so that you can then release it all and you stay in a state of flow. So when I grew up, I'm going to share a personal story of something that I think is funny and it reflects generations and it's to use humor and to start to laugh at yourself. So if you can't laugh at yourself, probably there's some more healing to be done, right? Because you're probably Mm -hmm. hurting inside somewhere. When you can start laughing at yourself and the ways you are, you're loosening it up. Things are flowing. This is why it's so good for us to laugh. And we literally, physiologically, it's you're shaking out the tension. It's good. And you're releasing and getting things moving. Mm -hmm. I grew up, and in the way I grew up, I have a grandfather who was loving. 
And he certainly grew up at a time of duality. And he said to me, Pamela, have you been a good girl or a bad girl? Now, anyone here in that day and age is going to be horrified at that. Do you really speak to kids? You don't speak to children that way. You've either been good or you're bad. Like you're at either such extremes. And when I was little, I, and I knew my grandfather was loving. So when he would say that he wasn't saying it in some scary way. And I would start to laugh and say, I've been bad grandpa. And I wanted to be bad. I thought it seemed more fun to be bad. And Oh, and I laugh at that because like, I didn't want to be good meant being, having to not have experiences in life. I wanted to be bad and be, do the things that back then that were considered maybe not things that girls did or just those structures, the swinging of the pendulum. Now we're experiencing things opening up and loosening up and there are more choices, more experiences. So all it is experience. And innately, when I was little, I wanted those other experiences and innately on a spiritual level, you've simply been having experiences. The labels we put on it, watch the labels. If you're going to label something, you might want to make it an empowering label. Wow, that was really open of me trying that out. Not, oh my gosh, I've been so awful. And I, like, I can't believe I did that. When you can't believe you've done it, then say, wow, okay. I see how I feel when I do that. I'm going to do it differently next time. And maybe when I see other people making that choice, I can have compassion. And that shifts the energy in every now moment. Whew. It gets easier and easier. It gets faster and faster to do. Oh, that's a, such a powerful story because being of a certain generation, I'm in my mid fifties, is that we grew up like, are you good or bad? And I was good a lot, but I was also adventurous yeah. and did tried things. Like I just uplifted my life this year. I moved yeah. like again. And yeah. people are like, wow, are you going to settle down when I feel <laughs> at home and where I want to do that? But I also had all these experiences. I actually had to work on those words, the good and the bad, because I had experiences that were bad girls do that yeah. and really and I think and I found myself saying I wasn't all that bad I was just I went and tried things and, and yeah. did had different experiences and I don't have any regrets like I, I've had a really good life I've had a lot of lessons isn't that beautiful and you say did I hurt anyone else Sometimes you did and then maybe apologize or you didn't. And then, but did I hurt myself? I've hurt myself a bit, but I'm learning and it's, I'm moving on. Mm -hmm. I'm making different choices. And has it in, in retrospect, has it been, have you, are you living? Are you living? Are you living? And we're meant to find joy in living and be grateful for the, for it that yes. we're living. Yes. Yes. The only thing that was consistent over the last two years or so has been this podcast, my joy. <laughs> I call it my bliss. I had to yeah. choose to continue. And now that I'm way over a hundred episodes, I think to myself, yes, like this is bliss, this connection, this shining light as con connecting, sending that out to the universe for somebody who has been waiting to hear what you had to say, Pamela, like my ability to highlight the gifts of others and heal people along the way 
And for anybody who's been listening from the very beginning to now, I get those feedback of, wow, like they can feel this container of energy and light. Your podcasts are beautiful. And I like to personally see them on with a visual. I've gone over and watched your videos and it's, and I adore what people have to share and everyone has something to say that is, it feels so, I'm in awe of them putting themselves out there and doing it. And you say, yeah, that this is how people are in service, helping by showing that all the differences, all the different people you've interviewed and everyone is sharing. And that's where it's at. Yeah. I, what I, what I've come to believe and really at a super deep level is we hear a lot about what do I want to do? What's my purpose? What's my purpose? What's my purpose? And though I believe we all have vocations, I truly believe that our purpose is simply to heal ourselves. And that heals ourselves, our families, our communities, the world, the universe. And that we, yeah, we have vocations. So follow your bliss, follow your joy, what lights you up, because I, you can pull that in by making those choices. Yeah. When I do Akashic record sessions with people and they do have those questions about their purpose or it's never what they're doing for their profession or their job. That's not the it. And so healing yourself and maybe you're working on healing earth and, and helping other people, but it always starts with yourself is because you fill your own container, right? It's you take care of yourself. And then when you've taken care of yourself, then you have other things to give and to help others, but take care of yourself. And it would do us well to teach our children to take care of themselves too, and mind their energy. Yeah. And if you see someone who's, I'm watching what, no, actually, I don't actually watch mainstream media, but, or news channels. But when I see someone who's maybe being unkind to me, that's like a hurting soul, because I've said to my children, that if someone's being mean, or they're saying cruel things, it's a person who really loves themselves isn't cruel to anyone else. They're just not. Someone who loves themselves has at least a kindness to other people. So just try to detach, send their energy back to them, call your own energy back. Because if you're reacting, you're giving them your energy, call your energy back. So that practice Mm -hmm. that you do every day is perfect. Yes. Yeah. The leaky energy. I had a coach call me, tell me if you're looking for love, then why are you giving your energy away to like ex-boyfriends or ex-lovers or somebody who hurt your heart at some point? Call it all back and see what shows up. Super, super powerful. So I have two questions that I'd like to ask you, Pamela, that I'm wrapping up all of my podcasts these days with. And one of them is what song or that you will play and dance around with to either lift you back up if you felt like, oh, today's been more challenging or I want to stay in that flow zone. You're already there and you just want to continue lifting yourself up, inspiring you to remember who you are. Who do you you listen to or what song do you, is your go-to for you? 
As fascinating as this conversation is, we are going to pause for a moment and we'll be right back. As a spiritual transformational coach and the Light Up Your Worth podcast host, I have recorded energetic healing meditations to clear out the limiting subconscious beliefs, releasing self-sabotage patterns, negative habits, and to interrupt and heal generational trauma and lovingly guide you through the journey of self-acceptance. Experience the Own Your Sparkle Energetic Healing with the quick confidence-boosting meditation. Own Your Sparkle will keep you grounded in unconditional love for yourself, authentic confidence, and your unique inner sparkle through your journey. To receive your free download, go to www.lightupyourworthnospaces.net. I love this question. I love to dance around. And of course, I never have one, but there's something that maybe I'd like to share with your audience that got me the very first time I heard it. That's different. And it's a group, I believe they're from Mongolia and it's called who H U and the resonance of their singing. And they're funny. I found them on YouTube and they're really funny because when I turn them on, they start out like they're chit-chatting this group of guys and they go into their music it's so resonant and the sound that comes out of their bodies and the music they're playing. I immediately got up and started moving. Oh, <laughs> start dance. I love it. So if you're not familiar with them, like maybe check them out. It feels incredible. What is this sound? That's, that's, that's wonderful. I am putting all of the songs that I'm gathering on the YouTube station for the podcast. So it will have a playlist so that as people are, maybe you're working on something, maybe you're gardening or you want to go for a hike or you're working on a work project and you need, you want that energy to lift you up. So I'll, I will add them onto this playlist. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Cause music sound can really change everything that frequency. So now my second question is knowing where you are now in life and how you're, you are showing up for yourself. What would you tell your younger self with um, what you know now? I would tell my younger self to all the answers are inside of you already. And a clue is to follow your happiness and your joy and to trust that inside, regardless of anything society is telling you, follow your joy and believe in you. Even if you're not seeing it reflected outside of you, believe in you and life will be your playground. And I, that is a generational answer, but I feel, and none of us have wasted our lives, right? It's all a journey. It's simply a journey, but that feeling of, oh gosh, I wish I knew about this earlier. I wish I, it would have, I could have, and that's not how life goes, but really to believe in you and whatever, whatever you experience, whatever you do, it's possible in imagine and be you. So mm. that's what I would say. Oh, that's super powerful. Yeah. Follow yourself, trust ourselves. It's all there within us. Oh, 
that is just so beautiful, Pamela. Thank you so much for sharing thank that. Thank you, Debbie. So how can people reach you, Pamela? So there are, I would say really right away, please go to my website, which is princetonhealinghouse.com. And from there, you can see my services and you can see, join my email list, please. Because if anything changes, I am changing my social media structures, but I, you can always reach me through my email list and I will be in communication, including I'm going to share this interview with my email list. Mm -hmm. Please go ahead and join that. I do have videos of support on YouTube at Pamela Strum, um, which has been something I've chosen to cultivate. I wasn't going to, but I do put things out that I consider supportive of people to people energy. I have some meditations on there. I am, I talk a lot. So some of the things go pretty far out there with energy, but it's to support and hopefully awaken people in what I say to share. And you can find me on Facebook under Princeton Hailing House and Instagram under Pamela Strom. I have a public account so you can see me posted there, but I'm going to show up on other social media. So definitely go to Princeton Healing House and join my email list and you'll always be able to find me and I will always communicate with you that way. Thank you. And I also believe that you have an offer for the audience of 10% off an acoustic record session or a grid light healing program for anybody from a month after this podcast airs. Is there a a coupon code or how will they know? They just reach out and email you to be able to receive that. Email me and let me know that you found me through your, through this podcast. And I will honor that for a month after this airs. And so it will be 10% off an Akashic record session with me or 10% off grid light healing. And if you have any questions for me, please feel free to contact me, but I am grateful to you. So I wanted to pass it on to your audience and I'm so happy for this time that we've spent together. And so thank you. And it's my way of saying thank you and allowing people to experience the energy. And yeah. So that's that. Oh, thank you, Pamela. I really appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to those who this really resonates to and to get curious and see how this can really impact you and really shift where you're going in life and get rid of those triggers and all of the stuff that we've been sharing and talking about. Thank you so much, Pamela, for joining me. I just feel so honored that I was able to share your light and your goodness of how you're making such an impact to help us. So thank you. Thank you. If you enjoyed this Light Up Your Worth episode, be sure to subscribe so that you can be notified when a new episode is posted. Rate and review this podcast episode and share it with your friends if you feel so inclined. You can find me all over social media. I'm on Instagram, Facebook group, TikTok and YouTube or my website at lightupyourworth.net. Thanks so much for listening. And I hope that you are leaving with some inspiration, hope, and practical knowledge that can help you in your spiritual, personal development and growth in your radiant life. Sending you sunshine.